Hello friends and welcome to the Garden of Glow podcast, a space for you to grow in love, open-heartedness and well-being. My name is Bella and I'm your host. I'm a 22-year-old Australian-based blogger who has a passion for educating and helping people on all walks of their life with their mental well-being and spiritual journeys. This podcast for me represents a community for like-minded people to come together and for me to support and help you bloom into your best self through topics on manifestation, mental health and personal development. Let's glow together and get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to episode 2 of the Garden of Glow podcast. It has been a while since the last episode and I attribute that to fear. I had to start having friends share it and I was like, oh no, people are actually going to listen to it and that kind of scared me but I realised that was like a lot of resistance coming up from my ego which is in relation to episode one about spiritual, taking spiritually aligned action is that sometimes when we take this action we can have a lot of resistance in the form of our ego come in to try stop us and I just had to, I had to take a lot of time for self-reflection and overcoming a lot of anxiety about that but I'm back and I'm doing it. I'm really excited about today's episode because it's something I feel quite passionate about and it's about why we should be focusing on finding meaning rather than happiness. Now this was like kind of like a revelation for me because all through my life you know I think a lot of people will relate to this as well is that you know we should be focused on finding things that make us happy on doing things that make us feel happy but the thing is happiness is fleeting it's not a permanent state of being or an emotion that we can feel all the time and especially in today's environment you know we all want happiness I think that's a very common thing we all want but happiness isn't permanent it's quite fleeting and when we don't feel happy 24 7 I think a lot of people feel like there's something wrong with them if they're not feeling happy a lot of the time but I think we need to realize that it's completely unreasonable to expect ourselves to always be positive and happy and just a joy to be around when in reality life is hard life isn't always flowers and sunshine like things are going to happen that will make us feel sad and will make us feel down and we'll go through periods of depression you know studies statistics show that one in two people will face a mental health illness or condition throughout their lives the reason why i wanted to talk about why we should be focusing meaning over happiness is because i recently just had my 22nd birthday and i was surrounded by all my loved ones you know family and my partner and it was just I felt so truly happy and fulfilled and it reminded me of a TED talk by Emily Esfahani Smith called There's More to Life Than Being Happy and I will link the video down in the show notes for you to watch as well and she talks about the four pillars of meaning. Now I think it's kind of important to understand the difference between meaning and happiness. So meaning is about being finding importance and something that's worthwhile whilst being happy is it's an emotional state so again I'm going to point out like meaning is lasting it's a much more permanent state of being while happiness is fleeting but the thing is though when we strive for meaning it often leads to more frequent and longer lasting states of happiness in this TED talk by 
Emily. She states that there are four pillars of meaning within our lives and they are belonging, purpose, transcendence and storytelling. Belonging as a pillar of meaning is all about our human raw, it's our raw human emotional need to be accepted and to be a part of something greater than ourselves. And this sense of belonging, it's felt when we're family, friends, co-workers and community groups. But nowadays, wanting to belong is almost seen as a form of artificial gratification. And I think this is because we, we do this through social media. We're all, we're all trying to reach out to one another to be heard and understood and loved. It's so important for us to seek connections throughout our lives and days, both with loved ones and strangers. So many studies have shown that even small social interactions with your cashier or the person you sit next to on your daily commute all lead to small boosts of happiness and this is through trying to find meaning and connection. The second pillar of meaning is purpose and when we have purpose it guides our behaviours, values, goals and direction with our life. So you could say it's a pretty big thing and our purpose can vary and it varies for everyone. It can be you know career focused or family focused or whatever focused. Purpose is about recognising our gifts, abilities and talents and how we can use these to contribute to the bettering of the world around us. When we start to question our purpose in life to find meaning, we often ask ourselves questions like, who am I? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do with my life? And what makes me feel fulfilled? They're pretty big questions and I think they're all questions we've all wondered and asked ourselves. And the thing is, I think it's important to note that our purpose in life changes. You know, when we were 10, we might have been like, oh, I want to be a vet. But when you get to your 20s, it's like, oh, I want to study optometry or I want to not do uni at all. I want to start my own business. And then, you know, when we're 50 years old, that purpose will change again. So it's quite natural to feel like you're taking one path in life and then it changes. I think a lot of people can get caught up in the fact that we're not following the path that we originally chose. And I think that resonates especially for me and it might resonate for you as well. Now, the third pillar of meaning is transcendence. And this is the feeling of being a small part of something much bigger than yourself. When we are feeling transcendence, you feel emerged in a feeling of being connected to everything around you. This feeling brings serenity and peace of mind and it's where the ego kind of ceases to exist and for a lot of people transcendence is often found through religion and spirituality but this isn't always the case because it can often also occur when we just have an overwhelming sense of appreciation for the beauty around for the beauty around us having gratitude so for some people that might be going to an art gallery and just admiring the art the the human experience of creation and putting beauty out into the world and telling a story. That can be an act of transcendence that brings meaning into your life. The fourth and final pillar of meaning kind of was confusing for me to understand, but it's, it's storytelling. And what Emily meant in the TED talk by storytelling as a pillar of meaning is the narrative we create for our lives. Basically, do you view yourself as a victim of your circumstances? or a courageous survivor who is capable of overcoming all of life's curveballs. How do you shape 
the experiences that happen in your life? Do you view them as positive and negative? Do you view them as moments for growth or as the universe attacking you and trying to bring you down? Storytelling is about what you're telling yourself every day in every moment. What internal narrative are you creating for yourself? On Emily's website, there is a quiz about what pillar of meaning might be especially applicable to you. I went and took the quiz and I'll obviously link the quiz down in the show notes as well for you to take yourself. And my answer was transcendence, which is a bit, I think a bit surprising for me because I think I've always been purpose focused, you know, wanting to find a good career that brings me purpose and meaning. And I've struggled with that a lot. I've changed degrees to I've changed uni degrees twice now. I did journalism, a stint of social work, and now I'm not doing uni at all. I'm kind of just flowing and seeing where things go. So I was quite surprised when I got the answer transcendence. And I think that's about rising above the everyday world and connecting to something fast and meaningful. But in a way, I'm also not surprised by this answer because I have been connecting more of my spiritual side, you know, meditating and prayer and just a lot of typically transcendent sphinx. So now that I've mentioned the four pillars of meaning, which again are belonging, purpose, transcendence and storytelling, I think you and I are both wondering how do we start to cultivate these pillars of meaning in our lives? How do we create more meaning to foster more happiness? So if you want to focus on belonging, cultivating that pillar of meaning, Maybe start to prioritise your social connections. Start making an effort to spend time with family and friends. Start making an effort to ask those around you how their day is. Start making an effort to chat with strangers. Focus on these relationships. Focus on relationships that are formed on the basis of love rather than what you mutually believe or hate. And I say this because relationships that are based on a mutual hate or belief often lead to toxicity and inauthenticity because you're not coming from a place of love with one another it's more about oh we both hate this person or we both hate chocolate I don't know I'm just trying to think of an example here and you're not connecting over maybe a mutual interest or a mutual sense of respect and love and another way you can maybe focus on cultivating cultivating the pillar of meaning through belonging in your life is joining a community group or volunteering to connect with these like-minded people. You know, maybe joining a sport club or volunteering at your local animal shelter. For me, I've just recently started volunteering with Headspace and I absolutely love that because Headspace is a youth-focused mental health service that I've used in the past and loved ones have used. So I particularly identify with their ethos and values and I love that I get to help contribute in a meaningful way. The second pillar of meaning, purpose. This is a big one and I think a lot of people will struggle with, but I think it's really important to kind of understand how we can cultivate purpose into our lives. And I think the best way that we can do this is by taking moments to reflect on our current life and asking ourselves, are we like focusing or working towards things that we truly desire or feel passionate about? So like, for example, like, are you studying or working in your dream field? Are you prioritizing family or friend time? Start figuring out what you feel most passionate about, what you really value. And another, a few other ways I think that you can start cultivating purpose in your life is maybe creating a five-year plan. 
Envision where you want to be in five years and make an action plan based off that. Another way to do this is write a dream life letter. And I do this quite often. It's where you kind of like envision yourself maybe five years in the future and you're already living your dream life and you're saying thank you for all these things you have in your life. So for example, you might say, oh, I'm so grateful that I have this dream job. I'm so grateful that I am a published author and I am married and have this car and whatever. They're just some examples. And write as if it's, it's a present. You already have it and sometimes you'll be surprised by what comes up in this dream life letter. I know it happens a lot for me. I'll be like, oh, I didn't even know that was something I wanted or valued. And, you know, reflect on this letter and pinpoint the things that you mention or seem to value and then ask yourself, are you doing that now in your life? Are you working towards these things that you want in your dream life? Are you working towards your dream life? Basically, that's what you need to ask yourself. And another way to be understand if you're acting with purpose in your life is talking to someone about your values and passions, someone outside of yourself. So a trusted friend, a guidance counsellor, a therapist, anyone who can give you an outside perspective and a non-judgmental view. Because I think we can all often get caught up in our own minds and stories about what we want or what we need. And sometimes someone outside of ourselves can see it more clearly, what our purpose is meant to be. So if you're kind of struggling with the above mentioned things, talking to someone can really help you. And I think a final way you can cultivate purpose as a way of meaning in your life is researching ways to incorporate your values and passions into your everyday life. Researching ways that you can start working towards achieving these goals and passions and values. So for example, say your perp- you want to be more healthier or fitter. Ask yourself, what are you, do- what are you doing right now to have these things? Are you going for walks every day? Are you eating a healthier diet? You know, and if you're not, See, research ways that you can start incorporating them. Start keeping a tracker. Just really make it a focus. For the third pillar of meaning, transcendence. I think this is probably the most simple way of acquiring meaning in your life. And this is obviously, you can do this through meditating, praying, practicing gratitude, um, being a part of a, a religious organization. For me personally, that wouldn't work but it may work for you. For me, I would prefer to focus on meditating and practicing gratitude or spending time in nature. These are all ways that we can practice transcendence and feel as if we're part of something bigger. But like even volunteering can do this and that's like in part with belonging as well. I think you'll find that a lot of these pillars intersect with each other, which is really cool because you can kill two birds with one stone. It's great. Now, for the fourth and final pillar of meaning, which is storytelling. This one can be a bit, I think a bit triggering for some people because once we realize the inner narrative we're telling ourselves, it can be quite confronting to hear what we're telling ourselves. And I think the best way that we can cultivate more storytelling, a more positive story in our lives is by writing down any negative or self-limiting beliefs and chatter that we're having in our mind. And I want you to start questioning these beliefs the stories that you're telling yourselves, especially if they're not the most positive or uplifting of beliefs. And I want you to try to find the positive or more realistic belief. So for example, one that I really struggled with is 
that my anxiety is debilitating. And I think a way that I changed that story was I changed it to my anxiety gives me opportunities to cultivate courage in the face of fear. So for me, it wasn't like saying like, oh, my anxiety is good. It was more like saying, oh, this anxiety I'm experiencing is an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity for me to become a better person because this anxiety, it's not going to go away overnight. It's not going to dis disappear. It's something I need to work on and learn to live with and yeah, basically learn to manage. And how can I change the story I'm telling myself about this anxiety? And I think anxiety is a very big problem for a lot of people, especially nowadays. It's, it's, quite a, it's almost a pandemic of itself. So I think, you know, learning to change that story of anxiety being debilitating to it being an opportunity to cultivate courage in the face of fear, that was a really big um, realisation for me that I could come this anxiety, I could overcome so many more things. So that's the four pillars of meaning, which is, again, belonging, purpose, transcendence and storytelling. Hopefully by me going over what they are and how you can practice these four pillars, will help bring more meaning into your life. And I kind of do have like homework or a task for you. I would really encourage you to take the quiz that I've linked down in the show notes and to find out what pillar of meaning you should probably be focusing on or choosing a pillar that you feel most called to. Pick that one pillar and find a way that you can increase your sense of meaning and try to incorporate into your week. Maybe just one day you dedicate to fostering and growing this sense of meaning in your life. So for me, once I did the quiz, I got transcendence. So I'm going to focus on, you know, meditating every day and finding ways to practice gratitude more consistently to increase my feeling of transcendence, to increase my sense of meaning. And I really want to hear from you guys how you go with this. So connect with me on Instagram at the Garden of Glow. And I will be putting a post up about this uh, podcast episode. And I'll ask you, you know, comment under the post what pillar of meaning you chose to focus on and how you've chosen to foster it. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you all chose to work on and how you chose to grow it. Because even though I did give suggestions in the podcast episode, what you choose to focus on, you might find a more relevant or a different way that connects with you more. What I gave were just examples. They're not clear and cut ways of doing this. You know, you do your own research. Watch the watch that TED talk. I'll link it in the show notes. Do the quiz. Like, this is just like a jumping ground for you to start learning more and growing. Like, this is just a way, yeah, to grow. But yes, thank you for listening and for sticking through this episode. If you have, um, I really hope you enjoyed the episode and found it helpful. And if you did, please leave a review and share because I really want more people to find this. And especially if you're finding it helpful, I want to help as many people as I can. I want, I want to be able to continue spreading love and light to everyone and I think the world kind of needs it a lot more nowadays, especially with a worldwide pandemic going on and we're all kind of losing ourselves a bit and trying new things such as me starting a podcast. But I love hearing from you and your support for this podcast, it really does mean the world to me. So, you know, leave a review, share it, do whatever your heart feels called to do and I will see you next time. I'll hear from you next time. Hopefully next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.